0: All right. Well, hello, everyone. This is uh, the Chatscape podcast with uh, I'm your host, Jared Wills. And today we're going to hear from...
1: Uh, uh, my name is Johnny Escona.
0: Yes, sir, dude. Yeah. How was your day, man? It's been good, dude. How about yeah. you? Good, good, good. Did you go to work today? No. I called in sick yeah i remember that so you work tell tell everyone where you work
1: i work at fedex i used to do a lot of i used to do a lot of different jobs but right now i'm um, i'm blessed to say i only have one job i have part time at fedex mm-hmm. yeah work the morning shift so get up 4 a.m get down around 8:39,
0: and just in time for class hey man that's where it's at got our drinks we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, we like our sodas out here. Out yeah. here in Idaho.
1: We do like our sodas.
0: You got your energy drink as that Ghost?
1: Yeah, dude, it's I've, the Bubblicious flavor. You ever had the gum?
0: I've no. I the only flavors I've had of Ghost, can I try it? Yeah, go. Cool. The only flavors of Ghost I've had, I think was the Starburst. They had one that was Swedish fish, and it was
1: actually gas. Bro. Whoa, that's too much for me. You don't like it? It's zero sugar. It's just really sweet. Well, yeah, that's that's the point. I, I Whew. You know, like the really big chunks, like the big gums you just stick in there. And yeah, just, that's exactly what the flavor is.
0: Yeah, does. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. That yeah. is it. That's good. It just it just throws me off. It's too sweet for me. I try to stay away from the sugar, like the sugary stuff, but well, I'm blaming it's bad for your teeth. I got I don't know what I got, but it's like some pina colada Mountain Dew. <laughs> so gonna try it? Yeah. I'm
1: about to be a dentist now. I didn't know that energy drinks were bad for your teeth.
0: Really? <laughs> Ooh, that's
1: good. I don't know what it is. You ever had Mountain Dew with fresh lime? Mm-hmm. It's so good.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is a little watered down too since I last had it, so Yeah. But um actually that's gonna be my first question real quick, just so like because I'm, I'm also curious, uh, you kind of switched what you've wanted to do a lot within your time here at school. Um, and even though that's not on the topic that we're going to talk about today, I'm, I think it would be beneficial for a lot of people to hear, like, because um, what did you start off wanting to do? I wanted
1: to be, uh, I wanted to go to law school. Yeah. My major was political science. I wanted to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. law, lawyer. Lawyer.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> lawyer. Wait, we say that word so wrong. Lawyer? Lawyer. Yeah, it's a lawyer. A lawyer. <laughs> Is it a lawyer?
1: You know, like, you know, like, the year. You're, you're yeah. That, like a lawyer.
0: No, I've never heard of that. Is the, that real? The year. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's,
1: like a, it's like a New York thing.
0: Gotcha. I think. Really? Then I should know it. <laughs> I'm joking. Just because I'm from out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you want to be uh, a lawyer at first, and yeah. then what's after that? Because right. now, uh, keep going. So well, I fast. wanted to
1: job shadow a lawyer, um, and I actually did. I job shadowed a good friend of mine when I was 17, and it was so boring. Yeah, was it was a lot of writing. It's a lot of paperwork. We were in a court uh, trial, like we were in a hearing. We watched a dude get. It was me and one other kid. We watched a man get sentenced to life Sheesh. in prison, and it was like one of the most anticlimactic things I've ever seen. Really? It was so lame, so boring. They were just like, "Yep, you did this, this, this. All right, you're going to prison for life." <laughs> and we were like, "Okay," and he was just like, "Okay." What? Yeah. Now they don't make it. On TV, it's not
0: anywhere. It's nothing water. like Suits? No. Nah. <laughs> it's thought nothing it like t- Law & Order? <laughs> no. Or like, what's, right. the, what's the lady? lady Judge. Judge Judy? <laughs> Judge yeah. Judy, she's fruity. Anyways, what, what was after
1: that? <laughs> um, after that, I kind of just floated for a sec. I yeah. thought I wanted to do business for a while, which is um, a passion of mine. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty dental right now. Pre-dental. So Let's I, I studied. I started going to dental school. I met with advisors. Mm-hmm. I didn't start going to dental school. I started planning for it.
0: Started planning. There you I go.
1: met with advisors who kind of got me on the path where I wanted to be. There you go. Um, now I'm studying biomedical sciences and business management.
0: That's tight. It's a lot. Hey, but that's super beneficial because I know I actually know a dentist back at home who started as an accountant and yeah. realized he didn't want to be an accountant, and then went to the dentist side, now he runs his own, uh, you know, what is that, dental practice? Yeah. Is that what you call it? And he does all his, or at least he did do all of his finances and all that kind of stuff. I think he, I don't know if he was a CPA or not, but I think you having that business management background will be super helpful, especially if you start your own practice. Yeah. If you start your own practice, then you got, like, all your, uh, dentist assistants under you and all that kind of stuff so. yeah that's kind of the idea
1: behind like what i chose to study is i it's not that i love pulling out teeth yeah or looking at people's mouths
0: well i mean it's kind well. of it's kind of nice to be looking at their mouths To be they just like ah you can see like the back molars oh no i was talking about like never
1: mind <laughs> continue <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, yeah, the idea was that I wanted to own my own business. Yeah. Like, whatever I did, I did not want to be going to school forever just so I can be somebody working for someone else's company for yeah. the rest of my life. Like, I wanted, I wanted to be a business owner. And once I realized that that was my passion, it made me even more committed to studying what I am, which is biomedical science, hoping to get into dental school. So that I can really do what I want to do, mm-hmm. which is business, business management and be a business owner.
0: So I guess is your goal to be a, uh, to own your own dental practice? Absolutely. That would be tight. Yeah. That would be tight. That'd be sick. I'll come to you for my teeth if I'm in town. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm in town, I'll just swing on by. <laughs> Dude, that would be so fun. I, one of my <laughs> dreams is to have like a com. oh, by the way, Johnny's my roommate. I forgot to say that. Rumi, uh, yeah, we, we, we see each other all the time. We do. Maybe too much. I'm in trying, the I'm early
1: trying. morning of the hours, early hours of the morning. Really? Uh, late hours. I guess so, yeah.
0: The... Yeah, because you're coming home from work when I'm leaving usually for classes or something like that. Yeah. Or I'm just working. Um, That's funny. So you have a really busy schedule. Yeah. And studying on top of work. And I know it's tiring because I've seen you go through it like hard 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 um and i guess do you ever think like to kind of go on what we're talking about today do you think like social media because i find this obvious in my life do you ever find social media taking you away or content in general just like completely like taking your focus away from what you're doing definitely definitely that's a great
1: question sorry i moved away from the mic um that's a great question again I have you ever heard of the idea of you are like you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around? Mm-hmm. You ever heard that, right? Yeah. I believe the same idea for the content that we consume. consume mm-hmm. So a lot of people spend a lot of time on social media or YouTube or Facebook or whatever it is. Well, that's a form of content that we're putting into our brain different forms of content are also reading books yeah. uh, listening to audiobooks watching tv movies whatever you focus your time on it it becomes you i really do believe that mm-hmm. so for a while i had um different types of social medias in my life i had instagram facebook snapchat um this was a little bit before tiktok i had yeah. it and i was always on it mm-hmm. always 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 at school in the mornings I'd wake up and be in bed for twenty minutes. Just imagine twenty minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. doing nothing. <laughs> like you're just laying there, just like <laughs> now imagine that, but you're doing that on your phone. Yeah. Your mind doesn't yeah. really process it the same. I would spend all day on my phone, sometimes like mm. up to six, seven hours. Yeah, it's bad. But um I had to teach myself to restrict my content consumption.
0: Well, yeah, you're 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 pretty strict, and I think yeah. you're pretty good about it too. Because you were telling me on the way here, I was looking up the "what is it, daily traffic in Miami" meme, <laughs> and you can pull it up because you had your time limit on your Safari and YouTube, right? Because you just yeah. didn't want because you didn't want to get that like distraction. I didn't want to say yeah. temptation because I don't think it is a temptation, but also. We can get into that here in a second, but you have, you're very strict on it. Like, have you seen that even like, is, do you think that limitation that you have set on your phone, like effective? Yes. And
1: no, um, the best way that I have taught myself to discipline myself specifically with content and like what I consume, not always being on my phone is it's either going to be in excess or Mm -hmm. not at all. Yeah. Like you're either going to overconsume or you're not going to consume it at all. Yeah, because so once you're in, you're in. Yeah. If you have Snapchat thinking that you're going to be on that for three, four minutes a day, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You're going to overconsume. Social media is built for overconsumption. So what I do is I have an accountability partner, which is my roommate. His name is Justin. You say Justin. I don't think Justin will care. <laughs> cool. Um, my roommate. He set up a password that I don't know on my phone. Like, I gave him consent. I gave him, I gave it to him. I said, hey, set a password on there. And I set a strict limit on my apps like Safari because I'm always on YouTube. Yeah. I love YouTube. Or I have Instagram to connect with my friends. But that's my excuse. But then I'm always over consuming. Yeah. So I set a two minute limit on Instagram too. And then once that limit's up for the day, I can't, I can't. Um, trick myself into being like, oh, one more minute, or yeah, 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 another thirty seconds, because my accountability partner has that control.
0: Mm. Helps me. That's super smart. Because I, I was thinking. Because I think I have set like limitations on. I think it was Instagram at one point. Because I, just, it's like two sw- swipes left, and you're into yeah. reels, and same with Snapchat, same with Facebook, same with YouTube. Yeah. They all got the shorts now, and it's like instant entertainment, and it's instantly, like, grabbing you and taking you down. Not taking you down. That's not the right... I don't know. know. Kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, taking yes. your attention. Yes, taking your attention. But every time I put those limitations, I've always been like, ah, it's okay. Two minutes. Uh, yeah. It's over. I'll just, you know, here's the password. But now that you have a, a partner, I could see why that actually... Could be really beneficial, and to yeah, because now you're both. Because does he do it too?
1: No, <laughs> it's just me. But, but that's still
0: good, though. Yeah. I don't. That's fine. I mean, no judgment towards Justin or anything. Like, yeah, it's, it's because funny. I wanted it. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I wanted to be disciplined. I'm such an ambitious person that I'm always trying to fill the cracks in my day. Yeah. But how can I, um, how can I accomplish anything if I? don't have any self-discipline or any kind of constraint to stop me from over consuming reels for hours on end you know
0: i'll lose time johnny i actually i just kind of noticed this as we're speaking but you do ask yourself the question why or why not i think on like a 24 hour basis do you see what i'm saying yes you you ask yourself why did i just do that yeah why don't we do this instead? Why why don't we ask if we can use the movie room, the room that we're in right now? Yeah. There <laughs> well, were people in you, here before. Yeah, we kind of kicked them out. Oh well, shout out to we them. Asked them. That, yeah. We, we asked them we're like we're like, how long are you gonna be in here? And they're like, uh why, what are you doing? We're like, we're gonna fill a podcast and so they're like, we're out. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So but cool. you asking why helped. But I think you take that that attribute of asking why to a whole nother level. Of like why am I partaking this content? Why am I partaking? Uh why am I consuming Partake of the content? <laughs> Getting biblical here. <laughs> but why am I consuming this content? Why am I not doing anything right now? What can what can I do better? I think yeah. you're really good at asking yourself, like yourself meaningful like why questions and what questions. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But like sort of back on to that, I think I think it's funny that you have um, – it's not funny. It's it's cool that you have Justin or someone that you can look back to, to to keep you accountable because I feel like media itself is trying to push individualism so much that it's kind of distracting people from the idea that we need to have others in our lives. Yeah. And to learn from them. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Totally makes sense. I think of – I don't know i I think of sports when when you just said that because i um i i really i was having a conversation with our other roommate about this because he's focused on individualistic sports, yeah, but I also really enjoy team sports. I think people are social creatures right that's yeah. why team sports you can go so much farther in a team than you can by yourself mm-hmm. we need people but i I think a lot of Social media is designed to trick us into thinking that being on there, seeing other people's lives, Uh is us feeling that need, that psychological Mm -hmm. need, being with other people when it's not. I think it also takes a certain level of humility to to tell yourself, do you need people in your life? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree, dude. I mean... There's so many things. Like, okay, even though I'm doing this podcast kind of by myself, it's not just me. Yeah. There's been people I've been along the way that have helped so much. You're helping right now for being a guest. So many other things. Not even my podcast. You boxing, for example. Johnny box, by the way. I lift boxes at FedEx. Oh.
1: You I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, we're good. We're good. We're good.
0: We're good? I'm good to say that? Yeah. Well, okay, but you box. But that's an individual sport. But you don't do it by yourself. Yeah, you're at a gym. You have coaches. You have sparring partners. Like, do you see what I'm saying? I yeah. don't think. I think media, in a weird way, is trying to set ourselves like you have to do this. You have to do. You have to create your own passive income. Which I mean, yeah, you do. But you could do it with someone. I think. I think more now because of your idea of like the accountability partner and. I don't know why I didn't take this from the mission because we have so many accountability partners on the mission, I feel like, that now I'm kind of looking at my own life I'm like, what could I be doing with someone else to make it that much better? Like, honestly, I don't know. And I think it would be nice to have the same project as someone else. because So then you can grow together and you have both sides of input and stuff like that. And I don't know. I I could totally see where you're coming from with that.
1: Yeah, I I also think of it like in relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say dating for example. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, you no, Yeah. You're, when you're dating someone, you want to be as open and as honest and as vulnerable with them as you can be, as you're allowed to feel, right? Mm-hmm. In some way, your partner should be your also accountability partner. Yeah. Like you, they got to keep you responsible yeah. in some
0: ways it's not it's a partnership it's yeah. not it's not that's the okay now I'm looking at it from a business standpoint like it's a partnership not a sole proprietorship you yeah. know you're both invested in it sometimes one more than the other but usually it's it always equals a hundred no one's always going hundred percent the other person's not putting any effort yeah. right because then that's it's cool. then it's not gonna yeah. work
1: yeah I think of I think individualism is something that I I'm still working through because I'm a very independent person. Like, I can go yes, throughout my you day. you Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jared.
0: Hey, hey, yeah. Ah.
1: But I can go through my whole day doing what I need to and not really needing to depend on another person. But mm-hmm. to break out of that box of individualism that I feel like a lot of people are conditioned to be stuck in, you have to be able to say, no, I need... I need somebody, I need yeah. even running a company, I could say, I'm going to start a business and do it all by myself, but you need someone. Yeah, you need
0: if you're gonna Where sell, are you going to get all that information from?:
1: Yeah. If you're going to sell a product, you need distributors, right? Yeah, you need to be able to communicate with them as well mm-hmm. That's this huge thing that I feel like people miss. Yeah. Just a lot of people don't have these days.
0: Well, going back to social media, I feel like there's too many influencers like uh, Andrew Tate, for example, and or maybe I'm probably going to get called out for saying Gary Vee, but I, I, all the things I've seen from him is like, you got to do this, only think of yourself and only do that. And I bet those guys that worked for them, but like that selfishness only takes you so, so far. I think. Even if you're not as successful as they are, but you aren't selfish and you get other people involved in your life, you are more – you grow more uh, in, in a – I think in a, a maturity level. And on top of that – like because every time I'm with someone doing stuff, I grow not only intellectually and maturity-wise. I think I also am able to get a sort of gratification with helping someone else. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I I forgot where I heard it from. It might have been the movie or, or like one of my buddies, but the idea is, um, it's a quote. It's like when we go by ourselves, we go fast, mm. but when we go together, we go further. I think that's that can be universally applied. Oh yeah, totally. If you're if you're playing a team sport, if you're playing basketball, and you're competitive and you're really competitive and you're doing great and you're Lifting weights and training every day, but the rest of your team isn't? Yeah. What good is that going to do? You all are going to lose. Yeah. It's not going to do it's not gonna do much good.
0: No, that's, that's spot on. Yeah. Dang. I feel like I almost want to give everyone a commitment to get, like, an accountability part. I'm probably going to do that, not going to lie, because I've noticed that there's times where, like, I want to get homework done. I'm like, oh, I'm just so bored. I'm so bad at that. So I'm just like, yeah, not, not, like I don't want to do homework so yeah. i just i hop on there especially now that I'm doing like chatscapes like yeah. Instagram and t- I just got TikTok a while a ago and it makes me look at the numbers like I'll be like more views more views more views which is toxic but yeah granted it's for a different reason it's not like just for my self image it's for a product slash business so it can be a little different but still I don't think it's just a viable to be on there Scrolling all the time. But do, you, do you, what is your opinion on how you think media destroys or content destroys people's self-image?
1: Wow. Give me a second. Because um, for that's me... That's a beautiful question. Because for
0: me, what I... Because I'm... You, you know me. I'm a pretty confident person in certain aspects. But... Even though I'm, like, sometimes I'm, like, that confidence can't really be phased. And I don't I don't like to be cocky, but I like yeah. to be confident. I think there's a difference between the two. Definitely. But I think there's times where I will be uh, confident and everything, and then I'll go online and see all these things, all this content, and I'll be, like, maybe, maybe not. And I'll start doubting myself. It's always, like, that, always that maybe not in my head that always gets me. And so... For me, like, whenever I see like guys that are just like Dan Brasigliani, that's a terrible example because he's <laughs> a terrible guy. Um, but like, you know, he's on yeah. there, loaded with ladies left and right. Which I mean, I granted, I don't want that, but Understand you know what that. I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, dang, what can? I, why am I not there? Yeah, it makes you question yourself, which shouldn't be done in the first place. So for me, when I look at certain content, I start questioning myself and then I'm questioning why I'm questioning myself. I'm like, why are you doing that? Yeah. So I think even for people who are confident, con- content and media that we take in can be damaging to our not only our our brains and how we think, but also our egos and our self esteem, how yeah. we view ourselves. I think that's why it's
1: so important
0: to be Aware
1: and be in control of the content you consume for that reason. Mm. Um, I used to. I'm gonna get personal for a sec. Mm. I used to really struggle with my self esteem. Yeah. Um, for most of my life, I would say. <clears throat> Even now, everyone struggles with their self esteem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But a big part of it was always being on social media, always seeing other people's lives. It's so difficult because everyone's lives and circumstances are different. And social media gives you a chance to see a frame yeah, or a second, a split second of an outward moment. If you see a guy who posts a picture at a party and he's surrounded by chicks, he might not even know those girls. He might not even want to be there. Who, who knows if he's having a good time? Who knows what he mm-hmm. thinks about himself? But mm-hmm. you see that. You see the outward frame, Right yeah it can be toxic it can be super toxic especially i think humans are meant they're not meant to compare ourselves to others but we do it naturally yeah we do it naturally as a survival instinct and i think it goes back to like our basic human instincts um you have you ever heard like the metaphor of like the tribe like back when we were cavemen no. How people were just different when they were just in their tribes. Yeah. Well, take away everything that we have, right? Take away modern-day society, take away buildings, clothes, cars, everything. Yeah. Cavemen were in their tribes, and they had to hunt for food to survive, right? Yeah. A lot of things that are overdeveloped in our generation, like you and me, are survival instincts like comparison, the need to compare to others, if you're in your tribe and you're surrounded by four or five other guys and they're big and tough and yeah. you're not, naturally you'd have to step it up or you're not going to yeah. make it in the tribe, right? You're not going to get a mate. <laughs> you're not going to survive. It's, that's the idea. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of um, overconsumption and a lot of psychological things that happen due to the effects of social media are just are played with that, are played with our basic human instincts. I think, um, I think social media can be a really toxic place if yeah. you're always looking at other people and always comparing yourself and not being happy with what you have. I used to do it a lot. I used to go on and see my friends, mm-hmm. my friends doing things and being like, "Oh man, like, why didn't they invite me? They must not really care about me." Mm-hmm. Or look at these guys with these girls. Yeah, it's not healthy, but you can control. If you you can control how you feel about it Mm -hmm. by controlling your consumption of it. By choosing to separate yourself from it, you're making that choice. You're making the choice to be like, Okay, no. I don't have to do this to myself.
0: Yeah, you don't have to follow that Instagram account or that Yeah, Yeah, I see what you're saying. That makes so stop going primal. (laughs) Stop comparing. But I, I like, like that. Since,
1: Stop going primal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what, Lever King? I don't care. Stop going primal, dude. I don't. You're on steroids. Stop it. <laughs> I feel like everyone that's a gym influencer, <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, gym influencer? Are they on steroids? Are they natural? Natty or natty yeah. or steroids?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, I agree with you hundred percent. Like, it can be super toxic and it's funny that you say that because um like kind of what you're saying was like it's just you're peeking through a frame of their life i am not saying there's anything against photography i love photography but when girls post pictures when they go to like italy and i see the same picture eight times it i'm like Oh, I, don't, I saw that post, that same photo on, like, eight other girls' pictures. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, like, think about it. When someone posts, like, if you're going to post something on your social media, post it with your friends, your true friends, and your family. Those are memories. Yeah. Now, a picture of a place, yeah, that's a memory, too. But think about it. Eight other million people probably took the same exact picture. Now, think about the significance of that picture. Yeah. It's not that much more significant. Now, a picture with you and someone else is a lot more significant. I think we should be focusing on who we are and not just, like, who we are as a person, like, our identity and, you know, like, who we're with in those relationships, but, like, who we actually are. I think it doesn't come out enough on its, And I think I'm guilty. I think we're all guilty of it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know I am. I think people also need to focus on the why they're doing something. Like... Why would I post a picture on Instagram? What yeah. is, what am I trying to? What's my intention? Am I trying to post a picture of myself after a gym pump because it's important to me, or because I feel like I want the attention yeah. from someone else or from girls? Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to an interview on YouTube by it was an Ed Sheeran interview. He was talking to a guy. And it was Mm. interesting to hear what someone like Ed Sheeran, who has hundreds of millions of followers on Instagram, what he had to say about social media. Um, I'm probably going to paraphrase it. Might not be like super accurate to what he said, but he said, social media is like a tool. For me, it's a tool to build my company, my business. And him as a musical artist, his, his person, his identity as Ed Sheeran is his business. And that's what he does. He posts things like music or teasing songs or concerts or pictures of his tours. Mm -hmm. He's not posting pictures of selfies or pictures with his best friends all the time. Or or trips. Or trips or this or that or parties because he's trying to promote his business. He's not trying to please anybody. Yeah. He, He says he feels sorry for people that have to post a selfie on social media because they're needing something. Someone that posts a selfie to feel good about themselves on social media, they're probably having a bad day. They need someone to look at them and give them some kind of validation.
0: Wow. Yeah, validation. Wow. Well, how would you... Now, this is kind of a harder question. How would you define validation in our day and age?
1: Chemical. Chemical? Yeah. It's found. It can be super... um, addicting. Mm-hmm. Validation is, I think to some degree, it's a need. Yeah. You need to feel loved. You need to feel cared for in your marriage or in your relationships. You want to feel like you're a good student when you're at school, right? You want to feel like you're valued at your work. You want to feel loved by your friends and your parents. Those are forms of val- validation. Yeah. I think that's a basic human need when I think a big problem with a lot of influencers is that they're consumed by it. Yeah. They're constant. I mean, they're pushing their business, which yes. is show, it yes. definitely shows in some people.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: other people, you can definitely tell it's a big validation thing. Always needing attention. Always needing comments. You're so pretty. Oh, wow, dude, you're so buff. Always needing that kind of attention. Mm-hmm. That can get extremely addictive very fast. Yeah. And that's when it's dangerous when you're always needing to hear an outward opinion, when you're always needing validation, then you begin to lose the why. You begin to lose the why am I going to the gym? I didn't want to go to the gym to stop being fat and to get fit. Now I'm going to the gym to post pictures or post it on my story so the same people every day can be like, wow, you're so big, you're so strong. Yeah, You're crazy. I want to look like you. That can be super, super.
0: Yeah, It's evil. Absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at TikTok right now because I'm I'm getting back into it because of Chatscape and posting all the videos and me thinking about like all these views. Even just the views is a form of validation if you think about it. Sure. You're chasing for the views. Yeah. The more views you get, whoa, dude, look at me. I got 200,000 views on it, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I didn't, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the tool. That's the tool part that we we're talking about with that. Soon, cheese. baby, soon, baby. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, but like, I think I, I can see why a lot of people post on TikTok because they get this thrill, and I think TikTok does this on purpose. And I think this is why TikTok is evil. The first post you put on, it's like, whoa, five hundred people saw my thing. I think for new, like, I'm not saying this is just theory. That new users, they're going to boost your post. Even if you paid for it or not, they're going to boost it. So they get you hooked. So then you make more content so you get other people to watch it. And it's just a big loop of people wasting time on media. I don't think TikTok itself is evil. I think it's a
1: genius business model for the people that made it. I think
0: the effects of it are
1: definitely evil. Yes. What it does to people. And people not being aware. People people these days are like fish. They'll feed into anything, dude. You give them anything that's addictive. People always need a dopamine spike. Nothing is good enough. Like, nobody has patience for anything anymore. So, to put out something like TikTok from a business standpoint, genius.
0: Yeah, they're smart. Absolutely They're genius. smart. Yeah. They got me when I was, when, when did TikTok come out? Like, 2016, 17, 18? 19?
1: I think 2019 is when they, like, because
0: it was musically before, remember? Oh, I was on (laughs) Musical.ly. Big time. Really? Yeah. When I was like 13, 14, you can probably find videos of me dancing to random songs. I don't know. What kind of songs? I don't know. I (laughs) think they're random Spanish songs or something. I don't know. I was a weird kid. Uh, We all were. It's funny, actually, because I feel like the person I I was in high school was affected by media a little bit. Because I was just, like, super just kind of, yeah, I was to myself. And I was just kind of, like, surrounded by these people that, you know, seemed all cool and all. But then, like, in reality, like, it was the media that would end up, like, affecting how I thought about my self-image in high school. And now, then I went on my mission. And you're, like, cleansed of media almost other than, like, Facebook. But that's only for, like, finding people to teach. So then, when I went on my mission, came back, I I almost—I think—I deleted most of my social medias, and that was a good break for me because then I kind of realized what I think is totally different than what you know the world thinks,
1: you know. Absolutely,
0: and that's how it should be. You should be on your own wavelength, not the world's wavelength. They're gonna—they're gonna push you to do things that you may not necessarily want to do, and I'm—and I think—and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but I think a lot of people are going to the gym because of that. Yes.
1: Absolutely. I think... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I you're just, good. I've totally realized that because I don't have... Like, I'm not on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. I recently just re-downloaded Instagram. And like I said, I put like a two-minute limit on it. I've only had it for maybe like three or four weeks on my phone. Yeah. Because before I had it on like my computer. Yeah. Um, but who wants to get on Instagram and scroll on their computer? It just feels different. So yeah. So that was almost like a trick for me, but just being on Instagram for that little bit that I was and then seeing how it kind of like affects culture from my eyes, from my standpoint and perspective. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people follow trends without realizing it or not because once again the survival instinct, the survival of the tribe mindset. If everyone else Mm -hmm. is doing it, I kind of need to as well. Right? If everyone else is going to the gym, well that seems like a positive thing. I should go to the gym too. But how many people stick around after the first three, four weeks? Yeah. How many people really want to be in there to work?
0: You're looking at them. I'd we used to be gym buddies for a little while. Well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. I was really solid for like a year, and yeah. now I'm just, I don't know. It happens. I just well here's the thing I'm in I, I'm doing things to keep me in. Sh- like I'm playing basketball probably at least uh, at least twice a week Jared you're in and great I'm shape I'm playing yeah See, that's my problem though I don't have for me I don't I feel strong enough that I'm happy with it does that make sense absolutely like if I feel weak again then I'll probably be going back to the gym again and keep going I just like when I hit when I was at the gym I hit my time and I think like I was like I don't want to be any bigger. I don't want to be any stronger, really. Necessarily, like maybe it would be nicer to be stronger. Like having super strength would be pretty sick. But like, I already hit my my you know the goals I hit. So and I was like, I don't know. I'm fit. I'm I'm good. I think a lot of people follow
1: trends almost like as a sense of humor.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of annoying. Yes. Yes.
1: The the amount of people that I've met that go to the gym Uh to be social. Or because they're bored, or yeah. because it's mm-hmm. because it's cool, bro. Gotta get the gains, ha! Yeah. Like it's annoying. It's annoying yeah. when you really. To me. Yeah, because you're. To you're, me, i biased. Because
0: well, no, because the gym for you is way different than for, than someone who goes to the gym just because you know everyone else is going. Gym for you is like your place. That's your that's your workshop. That's your lab. It's
1: an emotional outlet. Yeah. It's um, I think a lot of it. Especially in the beginning because I've been self-taught weightlifting for maybe the last two, two and a half years. Yeah, and you're big. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, but I'm not where I want to be. I still want to push further. Yeah. But a lot of it for me was going in there, having an emotional outlet to work through trauma. That's what a big thing for me was. It was a place where I could go and be angry or be sad. I could just like let it all out through physical activity mm-hmm. and it was also helping me work on mental discipline emotional discipline because you do get emotional when you're pushing yourself to your mm-hmm. physical limits and it was helping me and see, physical discipline yeah it's helping me see myself in a, in a different light like mm-hmm. it, i actually don't love the gym i hate it sometimes
0: mm-hmm. like
1: 50 percent of the time i hate it who wants to wake up and Put themselves to the peak of physical activity first thing in the day. Yeah. But I do it every day because I want to practice discipline, and I know it's gonna be a good emotional boost for me. I know it's me taking a win for the day that's gonna set up the rest of the day for me. Yeah. I'm not there to talk to people. I'm not there to be social. I'm not there because it's trendy or cool. I guarantee once the gym trend dies down, because it has been a trend for a minute.
0: Yeah, I think COVID. I think, COVID pushed it.
1: I think this year, dude. I've seen that more too. this year yeah, than yeah, anything. that's true. Once that dies down, nah.
0: It's gonna be wally. We're all gonna be in our floating uh lounge chairs <laughs> sipping hot dogs out of straws. Drinking drinking a full meal out of uh out of uh, just everyone's drinking energy drinks. That's it. <laughs> everyone's it's the plague that's just gonna keep continuing. We should see if they could sponsor us. That'd be cool. Obviously a ghost. I don't know how this will get out to you, but Sponsor me, I guess. We love you, Ghost. I, I, would, I would actually drink energy drinks if you did that. I just. Do drink energy drinks? <laughs> I'll give them to Johnny. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but. Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just like. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're played. And I've caught myself in this trap where I get caught up in other people's drama over social media. Pure example. Last night we we're talking about Bobby Altoff.
1: in yeah. her podcast. Yeah,
0: in that whole situation with Drake. Like, why? Who cares? Did, why did I care? I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. did though. I mean, granted, she's in the podcasting industry, so maybe a little bit. But she's an industry plant. Let's be honest, Bobby Altoff. You think you could get her on the podcast? No. I don't. I don't think I'd want her on there. <laughs> That's a shot.
1: But, no, um, I get what you're saying though. Like yeah. celebra- there's whole industries channels of industry built around the drama and other people's lives. Like it's a revenue stream. Think of how many let's say like musicians. Like they have fan pages yeah. on Instagram, right? Um, yeah. or there's on my whenever I go to my Explore page, I follow a couple rappers. Like that's what I interact with the most on Instagram. Yeah. So I'll always be seeing fan pages. Yeah. Someone has to sit down on their phone every day and build it constantly. And it may not even be like a business for them. It might be a hobby. Mm-hmm. How much time, how much mental energy does that take
0: to build something like that about someone else's life? I think
1: that's,
0: <laughs> that's crazy to think about. Yeah. That is so crazy to think about. Just like, whoa, that's Why? idling to a whole nother level. That's putting someone on a pedestal.
1: Yeah, whoa and it's hard because people aren't perfect musicians aren't perfect they sell yeah, like, an image in a way they sell a fake person mm-hmm. they're putting a fake person out there they're entertaining but then they go home and yeah. they wake up in the morning and they take a dump just like everybody else yeah. they have to take care of themselves they, they poop have. everyone poops everybody poops bro yeah. have everybody you read that po- book is it a book it's a killer read it's called everybody poops
0: yeah it's called everybody poops actually yeah I read it when I was a kid
1: is it a kid's book
0: Yeah. I'll show you next time I go to Barnes & Noble.
1: Yeah, dude. Dude, I want to go to Barnes & Noble soon. Let's make a trip.
0: Let's do it. That'd be fun. I actually do need to buy a book. I need to buy... I actually do... My buddy Mason's talking me into buying that... um, What book is it? Who is that by? Shout out. Who? What is Who is it? Uh, He's like... Get hard. Who's going to carry the boat? That guy. David Goggins? Yeah, David Goggins' book. It's so good. Yeah, did you read it? I Do you have
1: it? I read a summary of it. Oh. Or I didn't read a summary. I listened to it. I listened Audiobook. to it sometimes when I go to boxing because I train at a place about 30 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. When I'm really tired and unmotiv- unmotivated, I listen to like a 30-minute summary of the book, and his story is insane. Yeah. And it's, it's just willpower. I'm listening to his second book right now. Really?
0: I do want to read it. I, I, even though I'm... Yeah. I wasn't the hugest fan of the guy. I think usually, Yeah, well, he's... I don't know. I, it's just... It's very abrasive. Yes. He has a very yes. abrasive personality. And, but I, 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 I've just heard too many good things about the book, so I, I guess I'm reading it now. It's just powerful but, when you can, you can apply it to yourself. Yeah.
1: When you can read a story like his and be like, okay, I can, I can go further. That's a big chunk of it is just getting out of the box, getting out of the box in your head where you want, if you're in the gym and you're pushing hard, you want to go to bed or you think about cuddling with your girl or you think about a warm shower, a nice meal. A big chunk of that book is being able to get out of that box where you're able to take a step back and be like, okay, I want to be there, but I'm here right now. Mm -hmm. I can be there, but I have to keep pushing here. Yeah. Or I give up and that's it just
0: as easy as that you know what's funny when kind of going back to the fan pages thing um and idling it yeah. makes me it makes it, it throws me back to general conference that we had recently so general conference is like where the church leaders of church Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints come together and they kind of speak and I, I don't remember who spoke about this about the idols was it Suarez? I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't know who it was, but someone spoke about idols and who were you idling. And obviously, you know, for us, it's Jesus Christ. But, f- like, who would idol be for other people? And that's what I'm saying. It's like there aren't there, – it's like you got to idol your life off of, you know, good morals, I guess. You can't idol your life off of someone – I mean, Jesus Christ – Yes, but the idea of Jesus Christ, too, is a good thing to idle off of, is to be a good person, right? Because this might be a little profound, but I think being a good person isn't good enough today. I think you have to put some good in the world. Okay. Because of a media and all that surrounding, all the bad, all the news, all that kind of stuff, sometimes it's not enough to be a good person you have to be the person that puts the good in the world
1: i like that i like that a lot because i partially agree i think it makes me question a lot of the intention of why do people want to be good people yeah that's true i feel like a big chunk is validation it's Mm. just the toxic cycle i'm going to be a good person or i'm going to donate to the homeless i'm going to video myself doing it to prove that i'm a good person yes trash garbage Boo-boo. I think that is venom. Venom at its highest peak. I think to be a good person is not only to do good, it's also having a quiet intention of doing good, not needing the the attention. That's what Jesus Christ did in the Bible, right? Yeah. He would always do good for people,
0: and he'd send them off and be like, please don't tell anybody. Yeah. Just keep this between you and me. Oh, well, he was also being cursed, persecuted by the Greeks. But yes, I do agree. He also was like, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. he had. No, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I'm no, not trying. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm right. But like at the same time, though, you you are 100 percent correct. Like he had no intention. He didn't care to. He didn't care about the fame. If anything, it, it he even said, I, I forget what scripture it was, but he talks about how it distorted his mission a little bit. He doesn't. He, the, all the attention was not. What he wanted all the time, because it can mess with your, your 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 the box and the purpose, the why. Yeah. So I think yeah, if you go about doing good in evil way, I think it can come with wrong connotations and along with uh, like consequences. It's not good enough. Yeah. I think it's
1: also the same idea as doing bad for a good reason. robbing a bank to take that money and give it to homeless people same kind of idea it's not good enough
0: it's still it's still bad yeah you're robbing yeah yeah even if it's it's from even if it's from king john you seen robin hood no or is it oh no it's little john
1: little john robbing little john
0: no wait who's the king in little robin hood Uh, Hood? Little robin hood i've never seen robin hood I don't really, I think my mom has. I don't really care Mama for it. And Lil John? That's Lil John's his partner. Uh, it's Lil John. I don't. Boop, boop, Yeah! boop, boop, boop. I don't know. Lil John's probably <laughs> called the porta potty for the longest as John. So I don't know. <laughs> the Lil' Porta potty? Lil John. I gotta Dude, he's actually, sorry.
1: of all the music artists, I actually respect him a lot. Really? Dude, you know he's been married and he has kids? No. He, like I said, he's a musician that sells an image, a partier, right? Yeah. He goes home at the end of the day, takes his grills out. He has a wife that they're not divorced, which is yeah, rare. That is true. Which is rare to be famous not divorced. And he has kids. Like, he he uh, has it put together.
0: What about, like, Nick Cannon?
1: Doesn't he have, like, eight different baby mamas? Or Future, bro? Future's got so many baby mamas. He's got, like, 12 kids. You ever seen his tweets on Mother's Day? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all that cheesecake he eats. Have you heard him? It's like, cheesecake. sometimes I'll go late night and eat cheesecake. Eat cheesecake. It's splendid. I love it's, uh, cheesecake. it's majestic. Or it's
1: like... It's majestic. It's I can't do his voice. It's majestic. It's the one where he's like... <laughs> sensational.
0: Sensational. <laughs> sensational. <laughs> cheesecake. Sensational. Sensational. We just do ASMR for the rest of the podcast. Che- cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake. Cheesecake's so good. Sensational. Future. <laughs> <laughs> Future. <laughs> Spongebob
1: future. future. <laughs>
0: uh, Spongebob. Anyways. Yeah, no. Well, okay. That leads to another thing. Yo. I was off mic a little bit, but... Happens. It, well, it, that leads to another uh, conversation to be held is... I think, even though neither of us are married... Oof. Whoops. Um, <laughs> I think... Media destroys marriages. I think social media
1: absolutely corrupts dating. Relationships.
0: Dating, marriage. Yes. A lot of it. Even mm-hmm. friendships. Think about it. Yeah. Oh, this person's not doing this for me. Not good enough. Cause you saw on a reel and do you see what I'm saying? Dude, I have a personal example with the friendships. I had a buddy, we had like
1: a whole trip where there was like thirty of us. I was like I was like maybe two, three people away from him. I was kind of yeah. on the outside of the photo. I was right next to my girl. He puts the whole photo in. I'm the only one cropped out. Yo. Only one. Yo. That caused beef. That caused serious beef. Um, so it's true.
0: Was it on purpose? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry, man.
1: It happens. But it goes back to what we were saying social media destroys relationships, friendships for several different reasons, but to go back on the topic of dating, I think not only social media, but dating apps are awful. Aw.
0: Gym pictures. What? I'm just saying, I remember you are talking about the gym, and they're all over dating apps. Dude. Well, they're sending a sign. That is true. Well, and, uh, <laughs> they're sending the wrong kind of sign is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Cause, well, okay. Here's the question. Because okay, we have a friend, and she goes to the gym, and she's like, I honestly don't want to go to the gym anymore. Because I'm going there, because it's my, you know, like it's I kind of said, it's like it's your place, like for you. And all she, all that happens there, she's like, gets guys that come up to her and it's like, can I have your number? Do You want to go out sometimes? She's like, like she's like, that's fine. But when it's five times every time I go, that's a problem. And I agree. I think that's a huge problem. I don't think that's... Well, maybe it's not a huge problem. I don't have problem, the guts to do that, to
1: be honest. To go up to someone in the gym. You're like... I've never done it. Can I have your number? Can I see you pumping iron? Can I... Uh, can I pump your iron? Can I have your number? <laughs> you have to bleep that out. Can you lift? Uh, can, bleep?
0: Your <laughs> <bleep>? <laughs> can you bleep? you Can you just put in your number? <laughs> you just can you lift? Eight oh one two eight
1: two. Just start saying. You're it. like, pick up the eight, the eight pound dumbbell, yeah. and the nine pound dumbbell, and then like the one pound dumbbell. Eight nine one. <laughs> and she's like, what? What are you doing? Like, oh, I'm just giving you my number. <laughs> dude, that sucks. But as much as it is excessive. I think people do it to themselves. Yeah. To some degree. To some degree. Yeah,
0: you know what? They She could wear a cover pump or a pump cover. Is it pump cover or cover pump? Pump cover. Pump cover? Okay. I'm wearing a pump cover right now. I know, dude, because you're massive. No, I'm joking. There. No, I'm not. No, there no. you anyways, are. Anyways, yeah, it back to He's the dating app. Back to the dating app. No, I'm not. I'm a skinny little boy. Dating
1: apps are awful because it's just the dopamine spike, bro. Yeah. When you're there... It's difficult because of the tribe mentality. Once again, when you're in a tribe of 10 people and you're there with that tribe your entire life just trying to survive, mm-hmm. you don't got a lot of options. You pick the best one, right? But when you're on dating apps where you have hundreds of options yeah. or even social media where you're a gorgeous woman and you have access to the best of the best in terms of men, yeah, that messes with your head a lot. A lot, a lot, You a
0: know lot. what's kind of crazy? I just kind of p- puzzled together in my head. Think about the stereotypes that live at, like, the Cove. The Cove is in a... It's like in a... It's an apartment
1: complex where we live where the stereotype is people that are just really... Uh, how would you describe it? Thoughty. They like to sleep around.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's like... But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those are the kind of girls that would be... And I'm not saying anyone from the cove is a thought, but I'm just saying I'm... Like, I, lived those,
1: but, I lived there.
0: I lived there. But I'm saying, though, like, it's kind of true to a degree. Like... Yeah. You, they could come off because I feel like every girl, maybe at that comp, Maybe not every girl, but most girls at the complex will post gym pics. Yeah. Because they want to get a gym bro. Is that really what they are? Like...
1: Exactly and
0: then, and then when they start dating It's like Oh you're not big enough Yeah Kyle's big, bigger
1: The unrealistic standard It's worse for men Than it is for women Yeah Women have it really hard Because it's I have so many Close females around me That they tell me About their experiences With social media And it's the constant Comparison cycle
0: Yeah Always never being good enough
1: yeah. My chest is never big enough my, my hair is never long enough Yeah It's always the comparison cycle Which is so awful But for guys, it's the, I want that girl, but she's got ten other options. And it's not just ten kind of options. They're the best of the best. They're the one percenters, and they're the options that want to sleep with her. Yeah. And to be fair, guys do it to our, we do it to ourselves.
0: Well, it just sounds like self-inflicted emotional pain on both sides. Absolutely. Sounds like both sides have their own thing that they, wow. Yeah.
1: My biggest green flag for dating when I was looking for a partner was looking for a girl who is either like no social media or very disciplined with her social mm-hmm. media use. For yeah. me, that's such a green flag because that means that she's aware. Yeah. I don't want someone that's just good looking, I want someone that's aware yeah. of what's going on because it is a problem, it's a generational problem.
0: Oh, big time, yeah. If I can
1: see that in a person, immediately. That's... Chink, that's a seller.
0: It's a green flag? Absolutely. What are some of your red flags when it comes to media? To social media, to women, to dating. Let's just do media. Like, when you look at a profile, what's the last thing you want to see on a, on a girl or guy's profile? Let's just do both. Okay. Personal profile... Um
1: I'll focus more on women because that's what I look for. I guess. No, I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, that's what most guys do. Mm-hmm. I think a big red flag is like constant selfies, constant like. If you're a gym girl and you're posting on your gym profile, it's a little different. Totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's something you live for. Yeah. But um, a lot of girls do it to fish. Girls fish to fish. Girls fish and it works.
0: Well, dude, girls post pictures of fish. I'm like, oh, you fish? They're like, no. I'm like, okay. Why did you post a picture of a fish? You wanted to hick that bad? Actually, I would dare say like
1: a red flag on social media is people posting pictures of things they don't actually like to do.
0: Yes. That's a big Big red
1: flag. Big red flag. Or people, they don't actually like being around. Same thing with guys. Yeah. I used to, I'll say this because I did this. I used to post pictures of myself with groups of people, people I barely even knew. Yeah. Or people that I didn't even really like to be around that much at random parties because it made me feel validated. Mm -hmm. But that's when I started seeing red flags in myself and in other people. Or when it just... You can look at a post and it just feels faked.
0: Yeah. You know? it's just
1: It's not who they really are.
0: Like, I've never seen you with that person.
1: Yeah, dude. I lived with a guy... I lived with a roommate who was always posting pictures, always...
0: Someone's killing it on the piano. It oh, so like, it's raining out! Whoa, what is going on? The piano comes on, someone's playing gonna, the piano, and the rain's going on. What is that, the
1: that going to yeah, be a problem for the audio?
0: I don't know, we'll see.
1: Okay, but, but yeah, this sorry, guy, guy was always like making himself look like, the, like a big shot on social media. Yeah. But I lived with the guy, so I saw him every day, and I'm like, dude, you're in the house every day. Yeah. And you're not just in the house on your grind. You're like a couch potato or you're yeah. always watching TV. You're always on social media. <laughs> you don't do jack, but yeah. you're on social media making yourself look like a big shot. Like you're a loser. Yeah. You're a poser. That's a red flag for guys.
0: That's true. It's, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, well, well, what a world we live sad in. sad thing is, I think I've been there at one point. I've definitely been that person. Yeah. Everyone has. Yeah. We we seek validation, but that's the thing, though. uh, To kind of wrap things up, because I think we're close to an hour. I think it's that we, 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 we. uh, I guess what is the step between us? Stop looking at social media for validation, and I guess where are we getting that validation now that we're not really looking at social media as much anymore? Because you mentioned it earlier, but I want you to reiterate it. I'm not exactly sure what you're referencing, but I'm going to tell you what
1: kind of came to my mind when you said that. It's so different for every person because every person is different. Every person Mm -hmm. has different motives, different intentions. I would say if you were to take your phone and for a week, no social media, no nothing, like you just cleanse your phone of everything. What do you do all day? Like ask yourself, okay, I, let's say even not having a phone for a week at all. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do with your time all day? What do you value? What makes you feel important? If the only people you really saw every day were your roommates or the people around you, what do your relationships look like? What do you value? Yeah. Who are the people you're choosing to surround yourself with? Yeah. That is what I think. That is where I think you, a person should choose to focus their validation on or to get that instead of social media or the constant dopamine hit yeah constantly needing background noise constantly needing to be on your phone to be scrolling sometimes it's good to be bored sometimes it's good to just have a blank slate on the mind you know yeah so i think for everyone the line is different but i would say minimal you should be aware of your values Mm -hmm. you should be aware of what's important to you and you should be very Consistent in the relationships you choose to have in your life. Choose to maintain. Mm -hmm. For me, I get FOMO really bad. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning of this last semester that we just started, I made a decision. I said, if the five people that I spend the most time around are really that big of an influence of the person I become, which they are, I'm going to choose my five people.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah.
1: And those are the relationships that I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. and haven't been great at it either but it's somewhere those are the five yeah. you're on there thank you because i actually i admire a lot of what you do and i feel like whenever we speak we have a lot of creative similarities it's really cool yeah so those are what i choose to maintain because those i feel like are the relationships that give me positive output
0: yeah Yes, and that's what I wanted you to reiterate. So that was perfect. Okay. But you added more to it, which I also liked. You added your morals. Morals, what you believed in, those are what validate. You're doing the right thing. You're doing the best thing for not just yourself, but also those around you. And on top of that, you're focused on the people who actually care about you and are real people. You know? Yes. Like, there's so many fake people. Like, yeah, I care about what your opinion is about me. Like... How do I word? I care about your validation, not not Instagrams. Yes. I, I you know it, it's like that's the validation. Like my parents are super encouraging people. Yeah. I love them for that, and they give me that validation I need. Um, for example, and I go, I'm going to go to spirituality a little bit, but of course, you know through my faith, through our faith, we get validation from God and our Savior. Yeah. So I think that's like. There's there's avenues of getting that validation, but from the things, and the values, and the people that matter most. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Agree. Well, hey man, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Thank yeah, you dude. for coming on. It's been a blast. This has been good. Thank yeah. you for having me. I, of course, dude. I'm super grateful. Yeah. Well, all right. Every Thursday, everyone tap in. You know the deal. Uh, yeah, we're excited to hear more from Johnny. Hopefully in the future. Absolutely not sponsored in my anxiety I'm buried alive
1: some of your words are fused to the
0: fire traffic when you